U.S. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi visited Taiwan on August 2nd. Shortly afterward, China engaged in massive military exercises near Taiwan, and it has sent shockwaves across the region. This is the week of August 14th, and welcome to the week with Japan Forward. I am Ariel Buzetto. With this podcast, we bring to busy people this week's news from Japan in less than 10 minutes. What exactly do we mean by military exercises? According to Taiwan authorities, on August 4th alone, the PLA launched 11 ballistic missiles. And Japan estimates that five of these landed in its exclusive economic zone. Just to give an idea of the magnitude of the event, even North Korea, which makes regular practice of firing missiles into waters near Japan, has never hurled so many rockets into Japan's EEZ in one day. Pelosi went on to visit South Korea and Japan. Regular contributor Duncan Bartlett in his article points out what Pelosi's visit meant for Japan and discusses whether it was a welcome gesture, given the tensions in the region. A Sanke editorial looked at what China is carrying out as missile tantrums and what they mean for other countries in Asia. Talking of the missile launch, it reads, quote, This kind of thuggish behavior on the part of the permanent member of the United Nations Security Council is unforgivable. President Xi Jinping and other Chinese leaders should act with cool heads. Speaker Pelosi's visit to Taiwan was completely lawful and the Biden administration has reiterated its support for the quote one China policy, end quote. If you want to know more, read Fireworks Around Taiwan Reveal the Secrets of China's Army in Attack Mode and Carrying on Shinzo Abe's Strategy for a Free and Open in the Pacific. And finally, editorial, China's missile tantrum threatened many nations, not just Taiwan, on the Japan Forward website. It was in the work for a couple of days, but on August 10th, Prime Minister Fumio Kishida officially announced his new cabinet. Following the elections on July 10th, the minister reshuffle saw a new cohort of 19 ministers, five staying in their positions, five returning to ministerial positions, and nine new appointees. In the evening press conference, the Prime Minister mapped up a series of priorities for the new government, including the drawing up of a new defence budget by the end of the year. This will be a job for the returning defense minister, Yasukazu Hamada. For the social media savvy, Taro Kono is also returning to the cabinet in the position of minister in charge of digital transformation. If you want to know more, read Fumio Kishida's cabinet reshuffle, key points to know, and with mentor Abe Gon, Kishida has to keep ruling party's conservative base on the Japan Forward website. For the past week and a half, Japan has been seeing heavy rain in many parts of the country. Notably, in North Japan, many areas saw flooding, mudslides, water and electricity supply was cut, and hundreds of people had to be rescued from their homes. Access to transformation has also been compromised in certain areas, with several bridges collapsing and affecting the train lines in Aomori and Yamagata. This is a developing story. If you want to find out more, read and look at the embedded video at Photos Heavy Rain Hits Northern Japan on the Japan Forward website. Design must express hope. Design does not exist as a slave to an industry that changes models just to sell products. It must be something that asks fundamentally how human beings should be now and creates the future. We must give people surprise and joy. These are the words of Isemiyake, the pioneering Japanese designer who passed away on August 5th. 
The words are as remembered by Sankei reporter Ayako Kurosawa, who interviewed him many times in the past. In her article, she traces Miyake's roots back to Hiroshima and recounts the moment in which the artist admitted that he survived the atomic bomb. It was after Barack Obama held a speech in 2009. It's a moving article and a tribute to one of the most admired designers the world has ever seen. If you want to know more, read obituary Isemiyake designed surprise and joy into fashion. Normally, in this segment, we always have a space for a sports article. But this week, we have a story inspired by sport. Mika Matsuda is an illustrator, and she was first inspired by drawing figure skaters when she saw Mao Asada in the 2014 Sochi Olympics. In an interview with Jack Gallagher, she discusses her love of drawing what characterizes her style, and how she juggles this activity with her full-time job. She also confesses that she has a favorite skater to draw. Of course, it's a double gold medal and Japanese star, Yuzuru Hanyu. If you want to know more, read the article Ice Time. Illustrator Mika Matsuda brings personalities of skaters to life with her work on our website. It's the week when many people in Japan remember the end of the Second World War. And if you're looking for a read, you might be interested in reading the profile of Suzuki Kantaro, prime minister who ended World War II. Jio Hamata sketches the life of Suzuki and how this little-known ruler of Japan untangled some of the most crucial moments in Japanese history. As Kamata writes, quote, The Japanese people living today should be immensely indebted by Kantaro Suzuki for the role he played in ending a war that exhausted Japan's blood and treasure. Nevertheless, it is astonishing how little contemporary Japanese know about him. If you want to know more, read the article Suzuki Kantaro, the Prime Minister who ended World War II on our website. Last up, summertime might have just tickled your wanderlust and will to travel. You can enjoy an itinerary right in Tokyo, in the old-fashioned area Yanaka, in what is often called the downtown part of the city. Our partners at Japan Journeys have put together an article showcasing some of the most interesting activities in the neighborhood, including Nezu Shrine, Hebimichi Snake Road, and much, much more. If you want to find out more information, read Experience Old-Fashioned Tokyo on a Walking Tour of Yanaka. Find other articles by our partners Japan Journeys on the Japan Forward website. Thank you guys for listening. You can get in touch on Twitter with me at Ariel Buzetto. That's all for this week. Catch you next time. <laughs>